Hey, hey, welcome to the Get the Acceptance Letter podcast. My name is Treasure Shields Redmond, and I help busy parents of college-bound teens secure top-tier education without massive debt. You've come to the right place if you are a parent who has a vision for their child's life that includes health, wealth, safety, and having them land at a college that honors their gifts and goals, all while keeping it debt-free. Sit back, enjoy, as I share some valuable tools and strategies with you that will help you get your kiddo into college and without crushing student loan debt. Hey, 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 everybody. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Scholarship Talk Live. Let me make sure. Am I supposed to be doing that? Y'all know I'm always tinkering, trying to get this thing perfected. Um, Hi, how's everybody doing? Um, Those of you who are in the debt free to vet debt free degree parent community. Hello, hello, hello. It's good to see you again on another Sunday night. Before we get ready to hit it and hit it hard for the week, um, I know that uh, my parent community is full of uh, entrepreneurs, social workers, administrative folks. Uh, folks in the uh, financial industry and the education industry, educational leaders, um, people in healthcare, um, um, uh, physicians. Um, so I know that you guys are getting ready for a fruitful week. And uh, I believe in speaking those things that are not as though they are. So I'm speaking health, life, and prosperity over your week. And hopefully you're speaking the same thing to mine. Uh, for those of you who are not in the community and are here on YouTube Live, my name is Treasure Shields Redmond, and I am known as the debt-free degree expert. I help busy parents of college-bound teens secure top-tier education without massive debt. And I do that at Get the Acceptance Letter dot online. Every Sunday night, I come and bring some valuable tips, tools, and strategies, conversations, uh, um, links, and uh, access to information that is designed to help you get your kid into college and do it debt-free. So what are we talking about tonight? Um, Tonight, I am talking about something that parents express to me a lot of anxiety about, and that is about uh, their their kiddos' college major choice and whether they should pick a major. Uh, most often, I hear the anxiety expressed about young people who, uh, quote unquote, don't know what they want to do. So parents are, quote unquote, <laughs> afraid they're going to waste their money on college uh, for someone who doesn't know what they want to do. So let's talk a little bit about 
what um, a college major is, what it means, uh, what it involves and that sort of thing. Now, some of us who are adults who already went through college were in one of two camps. Uh, Some of us knew from a while back exactly what we want to do, wanted to do. Um, In my mind, I'm thinking of one of the members of the parent community who I went to college with, actually. Uh, She went in knowing she wanted to be a physician. One of my clearest memories of this woman is her carrying her books in a rolling luggage cart. <laughs> a rolling luggage cart. Uh, because that anatomy book, um, it was as big as an encyclopedia. Um, she always spoke that she wanted to be a physician. And now, now I know her, she is a physician. Um, and some of us were in another camp where we kind of knew what we enjoyed. We definitely knew what we didn't want to do, but the major was something we maybe picked because they told us we had to pick something. So we kind of went with what wouldn't make uh, no sense at all for us. So for instance, I knew that being a physician wasn't my ministry. So I didn't pick anything in the biological sciences or the health care field. I actually went in first as a theater major and then left college for five years and came back as an English education major. I came back practical. I came back as somebody who had tried to live (laughs) with no degree in California. So I came back um, really, like I said, practical, you know, uh, almost vocational minded. Like, what can I get out of this college that If I stopped at the four year degree, I could make a living wage, make a living at. Um, So we know that those camps exist among adults, people who went in very clear on what they wanted to do and and wrote that all the way through. And other people who went in kind of not so clear, but were at least in the in the wheelhouse of their field or expertise, even though I did not remain a theater major. do I get up, you know, and quote unquote perform every day for a living? Oftentimes I do. And then if you add in the fact that I'm also a poet and I perform my work, um, I kind of stayed in my field. I just found a way to segue into one that would get me, you know, a living wage and benefits. But let's talk about your college bound teens. Let's talk about whether or not they should be super worried about picking a major. All right. Here is there are three ways that I want you to to look at this, Uh, because every family dynamic is different. Um, Everybody's standards in their homes are different. Oh, my sweater. My sweater is a little warm. I'm going to take that off. Everybody's standards in their homes are a little different. Um, uh, I know some homes where uh, it's really the top professions or we don't really have any conversation for you, particularly in my friends who are Asian American. Uh, oftentimes their families are like, you know, it's really physician, engineer um, <laughs> and, and engineer and physician. Like that's 
That's what we're going along with. That's what we're supporting. That's what you can come home after having done and be in peace and 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 uh, look uh, appropriate in our eyes. Some families operate like that. Uh, it's very clear that um, there's a plan that's collective in nature. Uh, we have a collective wealth plan and that's what and your part is to go to college and figure out how to get the most lucrative profession out of it. Um, a lot of us come from families where people said, you know, go with your passion, what you love. And a lot of us, uh, uh, there's still more of us who come from families where people were like, just get into college and you're going to uh, find it once you get there. Now, so there are the people that are like, college is expensive. So you should make a lot of money. That's camp number one. There are people that are like college is experiential um, and it's designed for you to find yourself, find your passion. What you know, if you if you love what you do, you'll never work a day. That's that's another camp. And then there are some people that say, um, you know, college, even though you don't know your major yet, just get in there. Just get in there. I believe that you will meet the mentors that you'll meet fertile ground and you'll grow once you get in there. So um, the question is, how does this affect you? Because this talk is called scholarship talk live. So how does this affect your money? All right. In truth, if a, a student is very, very clear on what they want to study, um, it can be lucrative for them as far as scholarships are concerned. Lots of scholarships are for STEM majors, S-T-E-M, science, technology, engineering, and math. So if you if your kiddo knows they want to be a physician or an accountant or an engineer or a nurse or uh, a scientist, then that qualifies, those qualify STEM majors. Um, and they're they're throwing a lot of money at STEM nowadays. Uh, for generations at this point, uh, U.S. students have been falling behind in math and science, uh, it, behind on a global scale. When you look at key indicators, like how many people are going into those those professions, how many uh, students are electing to major in those areas. And the U.S. knows that, you know, without people in these technological fields, um, that the U.S. will will lose its global edge uh, in that regard. So there are lots of colleges with new STEM facilities, lots of high schools that are dedicated to STEM, medical sciences high schools, and, you know, lots of um, Robotics camps and robotics uh, competitions now in the summer, even as, as early as the elementary and the middle school levels. We have, um, you know, innovative programs where people are trying to help people use Lego blocks because they think they may be architects and engineers as a result of that. So uh, if you are very clear on your uh, major choice, at least the general field, it can be lucrative because so many people, uh, so many colleges are offering money specifically for majors in those fields, particularly STEM. Uh, on the other hand, if you are just a kid who's gotten B's and above and has an above average SAT or ACT score, 
then you also can do well with scholarships because so many scholarships are also quite general. They just say we want somebody with a 3.1 and who's made at least a 23 on the ACT or who's made at least an 1110 on the SAT. Um, So it's not a make or break as far as scholarships are concerned. It can be lucrative, but if your child isn't quite sure what their major is, they want to operate in integrity. They don't want to lie and say, yes, I'm majoring in fashion technology and I'm going to write for this scholarship. Then later on, I'm not going to major major in fashion technology or whatever. They want to be in integrity. They want to tell the truth. There are lots of opportunities that don't require students to be going into particular fields. All right. Um, the, the the number one anxiety that parents express to me, however, uh, is that they uh, they think their child is going to get into college, never make a choice, waffle along, make F's, drop out and have them uh, have either the parent or the child owing because they like left after you were able to withdraw for a full refund. So. You know, this is something that happens. And let me back up and explain this uh, for those of you who are supporting college bound teens. When your college bound teen enters college, there is a bill for that semester. The financial aid award letter that you've received usually has free money on it that's allocated per semester. Some people who have Um, use the techniques that I teach, have kids who enter college with little to no uh, uh, amount of money owing for each semester because of free money, because of scholarships and grants, right? Some people don't have that situation. They have a little bit taken off, but each semester their family understands that they're going to have to come up with four grand, 11 grand, 12 grand, you know, 21 grand, whatever it is. They're going to have to come up with it in a five part payment plan each semester. Schools work according to the number of weeks you've been in. So after a certain number of weeks in a semester, you owe for the whole semester, regardless of if you stop going to class or not. So that's why they um, colleges will send out emails to students and say, today is the last day to drop a class and not and not and just receive a W or to have it not be on your transcript. Then they'll say today is the last day to withdraw for a 75 percent refund. Today is the last day to withdraw for a 25 percent refund. After tomorrow, you cannot withdraw. You will owe for the whole semester. So what parents are afraid of is that they will have this kiddo who's kind of like head in the clouds. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of sailing into college with my same bad habits from high school or I'm overwhelmed and homesick a combination of those things or whatever. And they won't be truthful with them that they're feeling overwhelmed uh, and they'll stop going to class or they'll stop doing assignments. And they won't tell them until after that benchmark where you owe for the rest of the semester. So, you know, it happens more often than, you know, is comfortable that, 
parents either receive some alert from the school, a weepy call from a young person on their cell phone outside of their campus, a child who just, they come home and they're on the couch. (laughs) Or they start to receive emails from the bursar's office talking about some balance and all of this stuff. And what they find out is that the kiddo is not prepared to finish that semester of college. And now they have no grades or terrible grades. And they owe $7,000, $4,000, $11,000, $21,000, whatever it is, they owe it. And this is the scenario that parents are most anxious about. Parents want the sale through in four years or a little more and you complete and you receive a bachelor's degree. If the family with clear eyes and understanding knows that every semester we come up with a few thousand dollars because we didn't want to take out loans or we did take out loans and we took out the most loans we could take out and we still have to come up with a little bit out of our thing in college so that it justifies me sending that college $500 every two weeks or $1,100 every month or $3,000 every month, whatever it is that the family has set up as their payment plan to pay for school. Because the trade-off with the child is supposed to be you're finishing college. Every semester you are, you, you are, you know, hitting away, you know, um, uh, an eighth, (laughs) of your um, college degree until I come and see you walk in your graduation. Now, how do we know? This is the part where we have to get our crystal ball. How do we know that our college bound team is the person who should go to college, even if they are unsure of their major, right? Because not everyone who goes to college and completes in a timely manager go, in a timely manner, not manager, knows what their uh, their major is supposed to be. Some kids go in undecided and, you know, they just they figure it out. They work it out. Undecided is a large percentage of kids who go in with their major. My son is a freshman who went in undecided. And after one semester, he said he wanted to be an English literature major. Now, I'm an English teacher. I've I've taught for over 20 years. It's not surprising that at least one of my children will also go into that field. Um, I've raised voracious readers. We went to the library today. We go to the library for fun. That's the home that they live in. In other homes, the parents are physicians. It's not surprising when one or more of the children also become physicians because that's the home they live in. Some of us have kids who are really unclear on what they want to do, and they should go to college because it's going to work itself out. Some of us have kids who they are in a red danger zone of being that scenario that a lot of parents are anxious about, that they're going to get in college, that they're going to be overwhelmed, um, and that they are going to come out with bad grades or no grades, 
and with a kind of large balance that they would have to pay back to the school before they can re-register if they do plan to go back to that college and that they would have to pay back to the school before they can enroll in another school and use any credits from that college, right? So um, here are a couple of ways that you might be able to tell. Sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes this is a maturation process uh, and all we can do is place our child in the most uh, safe scenario. Uh, and the And the most safe scenario is a college where they don't have, where they're not going to owe a lot if they mess it up. And that is where securing a debt-free degree comes in. A debt-free degree, you know, getting, uh, working with the techniques that I teach in order to make sure kids have, you know, scholarships and grants that pay for most or if not all of their college degree is so that they will graduate with a college degree without uh, owing these onerous student loans that keep you shackled for two decades. But also it's a way to make sure that if they spin out in that first year, that when they come out, they won't owe a lot of money, that they can recover from that, that they can get their credits from that school if it turned out not to be a good match and go to another school. Or they can, you know, take it down a notch and go to community college, get their uh, GPA up, you know, get some more uh, exposure to different fields and then return and then retransfer to a four year or whatever the situation is. So the number one way to make sure that your kiddo is uh, protected in the event that they act like a, a 17 year old <laughs> and don't do well their first semester or first year of college is to use my 12 step system that make sure that you get into college and do it debt free. Number two, when your kiddo is in ninth grade, 10th grade and 11th grade, they need to get opportunities to spend the night on a college campus. They need to get opportunities to visit a college campus with a buyer's eye, with uh, unpacking time after the visit, with you and the, and their with them and their parents talking about the food, the dorms, the educational choices, the costs. How you would you feel comfortable? Um, the, they need to spend some time uh, at camps in the summers where they spend you know at least a week away from home, six weeks away from home, uh, where they travel without their parents. Um, so that you can kind of observe how they do with homesickness, right? You need to be giving your kiddos skills of self-advocacy. So many, you know, I taught high school for 10 years and I taught college for another 10 years. And now I am uh, teaching uh, a writing class at a high school now, along with operating this business. But one of the things that I saw in college was that the kids didn't have self-advocacy skills. You know, get the syllabus, load dates into your um, into your phone's calendar. If you look at your test and the answers are the same as someone else's test, Yet the child next to you has an 80 and you have a 72. It's possible that 
the professor made a mistake while grading your test. You need to approach them respectfully or during office hours about that. Uh, if you don't understand something and they offer office uh, office hours, uh, you need to go and speak with them. Uh, if, they, if they offer your same class at another time during the day and you need to hear the lecture again and you're free, you can ask them, can I, can I attend this class one more time? Because I don't think I got it. Uh, if there is a tutoring center, you need to go there to get help with your papers, your formulas. Um, if there is some sort of personality conflict, energetic uh, misalignment, you know, everybody isn't for everybody. Uh, sometimes people do well with one professor and they don't do well with another. If it's not too late, maybe you need to drop and change. Whatever the situation is, um, students need to take ownership of their educational journey. And we need to teach them how to do that. There are so many kids who spin out of college because they didn't know they could ask the professor for extension on a paper. They didn't know that they could go in and get personalized help. Uh, they didn't know that they could share with someone on cam campus that they felt bullied or harassed by their roommate or even by uh, staff or faculty. So those are things that we need to be teaching before they get to college, right? So if your child is someone uh, who doesn't speak up for themselves and is easily led, um, you want to uh, start to, to help them to uh, become better at self-advocating. Now, in a college curriculum, most students on a campus take the same classes for the first year. It is called the general education curriculum, general education. You know, the engineering major and the theater major both have to take the same freshman composition class. They both have to take the same uh a freshman literature class. They both have to take the same freshman history class. They both have to take the same biology lab. They both have to take the same sociology cultures class. Um, they both have to take the same uh, study skills or university uni 100 or whatever it is that teaches you the the study skills and uh, the, the history of the college or whatever the situation is. Um, they have to take the same you know, like I said, sociology class, they have to take the same PE elective, whatever it is. If they choose bowling or lacrosse or um, uh, uh, aerobics, yoga, whatever it is, they have to they have to get a PE elective in. Um, everybody has basically the same first year. So that means that your child has some time to discover their major and what you should be encouraging them to do if they do enter school and they aren't quite sure on the major, you should be encouraging them to look around the campus, get acclimated, try different things, sit in on lectures, join different clubs, have different experiences so that they can pick a major after uh, the first year. Um, of uh, matriculation. All right. So I hope that this has shed some light for you on whether or not your kiddo should uh, pick a major or not. Here's the quick and dirty. Lots of people go in undecided. It works itself out. They're not necessarily going to get 
more money if they know their major, though knowing your major can be lucrative. It is a possibility that a kiddo who goes in with no major is giving you the early signals that they're not ready for school, but that is not always the case. Okay. So at the basis level, you have to be in conversation with your child and you need to pick times when it is not a punitive conversation, when, when things are, are clear and, and happy, uh, when you've gone out for your family breakfast, when you are shopping, um, you know, on a, on an evening, they don't have homework and they're chilling on their phone. You can, you can say, let me talk to you for a second. And you need to be in conversation with them about the reality of their impending, uh, enrollment and matriculation through college and what that is actually going to look like, how much time they're actually going to be away from home and what this is really going to mean for their life. So they don't have to pick a major. Um, lots of people go in undecided. And I would love to hear your comments, questions, and connections where this is concerned. Let me know about your college journey. Did you go in undecided? Did you go in and then change? How did things work out for you? My name is Treasure Shields Redmond. I am known as the debt-free degree expert. I help busy parents of college-bound teens secure top-tier education without massive debt. And I will see you next time.